This episode of The Cool Ship brought to you by Homebrew University at 160 Main Street in lovely downtown Hackettstown, New Jersey. Homebrew University for all your homebrewing needs. Don't know how to make beer? No problem. Warren, the Professor Wilson, will help you design a kick-ass recipe for your favorite style and brew it on premise. He might even let you rub his belly for good luck. That's Homebrew University at 160 Main Street in Hackettstown, New Jersey. Se habla espanol. Deutsch gesprochen. Le français est parlé. All right, on with the show. Welcome to the Cool Shift Podcast, dedicated to beer lovers, home brewers, and professionals alike. With your hosts, Warren, the Professor Wilson, and Matt, Zigmeister Ziegler. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to grab a beer and chill on the cool ship. podcast we are back once again it is now 30 days later welcome matt i think it's 30 days later it's been 30 days it's got to be about that somewhere. yeah 30 32 days somewhere around there and we're very fortunate to still have matt among us yeah fuck oh, yeah lots God. happened since then uh and uh, i don't know i think last week matt came walking in here and i'm like hey what's going on buddy he's like hey what's going on no big deal you know and i see a scar on his arm i go what the hell happened he goes I go, would you burn yourself? He goes, no. I got to do a car accident. I told him my Jeep. I'm like, what the fuck? So uh, why don't you elaborate there, bud? Well, I got into a car accident. I told him my Jeep. That's about it. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> deal. I mean, come on. <laughs> Total a Jeep in a car accident. Um, that's fucking scary, dude. Yeah, I'm working my ass off at the brewery. I don't know. Late night? Yeah, driving around, long days, late nights, and 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Pushing yourself. Driving back. Far distance, up on 287, fell asleep behind the wheel. Nobody wants it. Shit happens. Thank very, God. very lucky to s- still be here. But you imagine if you were, uh, you obviously were wearing a seatbelt. Oh, yes. Imagine if you weren't. No, I don't imagine that. And, you know, in my day, <laughs> when I was your age, in my day, seatbelts, I don't think were even, like, Can enforced. you imagine yourself dead? I can't imagine that. No, no, I mean, just, uh, that's crazy. I mean, this is so, I'm good with the pretzels. I'm very, very... It, uh, saddened to hear that you got into an accident, but extremely happy that you're still walking amongst us. And yeah, we kind of we um, kind of dig having you around for a little while longer, Matt. Yeah, oh, thank a, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but was it? I mean, I've 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 driven plenty tired before, like to the point where I've been on the rumble strips and been like, "Holy shit, what just happened?" Was this like you just all of a sudden woke up like, "What just happened?" So I I was on 287 driving north. It was right around where 287 comes to 206, and I just, I had like my eyes closed because I'm passing 287, 78. And I like opened them up and I'm like, wow, I'm tired. And then the next thing I remember, my car's going sideways because I hit the back of a tractor trailer. Oh, wow. That's, um, and I just fell asleep. I don't know how else to explain it beyond that. And it's, it's difficult and whatnot, but it's, uh, it's scary as fuck. As oh, yeah. It's, it's one of like many things that happen as you get older. Like when you're young, 
you always think that you can control everything about your yeah. body. And then you start to get older again, and you're, you just, for some reason, you start to lose that edge. And your body shuts down on you. You fall asleep, and you have no control. You can't wake up from that. No. That's fucked up. That's you fucked start up. going down, you start going down. Yeah, right. when I was, like, I'm trying to think, probably around 22, 23 years old, I used to <clears throat> drive from Manasquan to Scranton, Pennsylvania every Friday afternoon to go see my wife, right? Or my future, mm. their to-be future wife. Uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, right around eastern Pennsylvania from mm. Manasquan, which is probably a little less than an hour and a half, two hours into the trip, I'd be like, oh, I'm in deep shit. <laughs> I'm never going to make it. And I would literally be on turns, like mm. exit ramps, entrance ramps, and things like that, and be like, oh, my God, I just fell asleep on an entrance right. ramp. Yeah. And you right. get, you get yeah. that adrenaline boost right away, yeah. and, you're like, and then two seconds later, you're right back in the same situation. Yep. No, but that, that's happened to me a bunch of times. I mean, I, I was driving up and down uh, I-87, going back from my grandparents' house in Lake George, driving back to Blairstown every week when I was up in Lake George, you know, dr- going back from Kane to... Came to Blairstown all, every weekend, and there there are times when it's late at night, and it'll happen to me. And you know, you wake up, and adrenaline hits you, and you're fine for the rest of the trip. This time, it wasn't that way. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of scary. Yeah, but I'm glad you're here with us. I'm glad everything worked out fine. And you know, cars, yeah. like I said to you before, cars can be replaced, but Matt cannot. Exactly. Nope. So. so, thank you for being um, walking amongst us, Matt. Of course. <laughs> All right, so what do we got in our hands here, boys? And what's new I'm in empty. the state so of New Jersey? So, so uh, yeah, I, well, tell them what we're drinking first. I mean, Matt, what's going on in Hackettstown? Okay, so big thing in Hackettstown right now, I mean, between... From, from when we last talked, big things that have happened in town, Oktoberfest. That was huge. Huge for the town of Hackettstown. I think it's going to become one of the next big things. It was a three-day weekend over here. Lots of partying, lots of fun. Um, Oktoberfest. Need more things food, on Sunday. beer, partying. Great time. We have more things on Sunday. I think, I think, I think that grain bag toss is pretty cool to, yeah. to extend it out. And that was a pretty cool attractant. No, I, think, I think just o- overall the, the whole you know, music, beer, games. Uh, it was awesome. Food. It, 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 was, it, was a, it was a blast. Yeah, it was a good time. Even though we had some rain on Saturday, we still got... We tracked 2,700 people wrist by wristbands right. through, through the door. It was a great time. Um, definitely next year is still going to be a three-year or three-day event for Oktoberfest. It was it was it was just so much fun. Um, I can't wait till Mayfest next year. Um, but in addition to all that, we just had GABF uh, and New Jersey pulled in three medals. Right, three. Yeah, three breweries. Um, yep. One silver, one bronze. Yep. And uh, it was Spellbound got the gold Eight for their sand. San Paolo wood-aged uh, porter. Porter, right. And then... Uh, Cricket Hill. Uh, Eight and Sand. and River Horse. River Horse. Oh, Cricket Hill was got, last year. Uh, oh, that's for, uh, Got uh, two other medals. And, uh, I mean, they're doing it's, doing... it's just great to see that New Jersey's getting on the map. I mean, this isn't just like a competition. Was this Eight is, and Sand that chili... No, was that last? Yeah, eight and sand was their chili beer. The chili beer, yep. And um, and it's it's awesome just to see. River Horse was a triple. Their uh, you know, New Jersey getting on the map because this isn't just any competition. This is like the competition of the world. There's this competition and the World Beer Cup. GABF and the World Beer Cup are like the two biggest competitions. You can just leave that in my in the U.S. Fucking thing. Or in the world, and it's awesome to see that New Jersey's pulling medals up. 
Uh, the first medal for the state was at Kane Brewing Company for A Night to End All Dawns. And then since then, you know, we've been pulling in medals here to New Jersey, and it's really good to see New Jersey beer scene really coming onto the map for the U.S. Yep. And uh, it's ex- Yeah, it's yeah. exciting to see. I mean, um, shit, we got 88 breweries in the state of New Jersey and growing still. So, so Spellbound was uh, the gold medal, as we said. They're porter-aged on Palo Santo wood, which Palo I have Santo, no yeah. idea what that is, Matt. Can you elaborate? It's, it's wood from Palo Santo. I have no idea. <laughs> so it's not like, it's, it's, this is a, a I've never had off, the beer before. I, I, haven't, I haven't been able to try it. To this is some sort of offbeat wood. I've heard about it. Yeah. yeah. Nothing that I've, but I've heard about it. And I heard it's really great um, when it originally came out. And I uh, haven't heard much from it since, and now gold medal. Fantastic. And then, Congrats, like you guys. said, Eight and Sand won a silver medal in the chili beer category for their Bad Ombre uh, chili beer, which, <laughs> its word will say, is heart attack. No, no, heartburn in a bottle. <laughs> Liquid heartburn. <laughs> Liquid heartburn. I, have you guys had Bad Ombre? No. No, I, I, I've been, I haven't had it either. I've, I've sat next to the guys at a couple uh, festivals, ch- talked with them, great people. Uh, really happy to see that they they were able to pull a medal out. It's, it's awesome. really good stuff that they make. And then River Horse, uh, which is Ewing, I think. Yes. Yep. 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 Well deserved. I mean, they've been <clears> making they, that they triple for got years. A yeah, they got a bronze in the Belgian triple category for their triple Huge. horse. Yeah. And that is, and that I can attest to because I have had it. it. Is a very fine beer. Been making that triple forever, refining it. Great Getting beer. Getting better at it. Yep. Um, just pulling a medal out of a Belgian triple category is a big thing. It's such a Classic style. Yep. Um, congrats, guys. Really great. And what do you have in your hand again? Well, right here well, we I'm got empty. Uh, uh, Manskirt Oktoberfest. Uh, today, October 10th, 1010, is, uh, we're celebrating Manskirt's two-year anniversary, although it was last week, their actual anniversary. He's, uh, he's celebrating it today. So we got some of their Oktoberfest over there. Um, I was able to get over there around 4 o'clock and start partying. Uh, so I've been hitting it for a little bit. <laughs> I'm hitting it hard now. So um, Warren's, Warren, I'll is be ca- I'll be caught up in about so, a half a beer. So, so so Matt has half a glass of beer I have, here. I have a I have yeah I have yeah. A, I have an eight ounce glass of beer. Warren's got a growler. Um, <laughs> and that's so the, Warren's the God's honest truth. Shortly. Warren has a growler in his hand, yeah. and Matt has a glass. <laughs> but uh, he's Nothing got wrong some, with he's that. got some great stuff over there, Joe. Um, what was it within the past few months? Has uh, he left his full time job to now make brewing his full time job? And uh, since then, the quality of what he's been doing has been shooting on up. He uh, really doing some great stuff over there. His barrel aged stuff is on point. Um, did a couple bottles of that, and he's putting out his porter. And I think uh, the is it the blonde or the ESB that he's getting out in cans? In addition, I can't remember. I think it's pants. Pants, uh, so his his ESB. Um, but you know, check it out if you haven't haven't heard of it. Uh, you know, see if you can grab some stuff or talk to your local liquor st- liquor store about it. Maybe they can pull some in. Um, Manskirt Brewing Company doing some really great stuff around here. Really pulling Hackett Sound onto the map. There, you know, two breweries, th- three breweries in town with Jersey Girl, and uh, it's it's just awesome to have multiple breweries here in town. Um, uh, all four of us here, uh, Warren included, really add to the whole atmosphere and uh, make it a destination to come here, have a beer, 
talk beer, walk around town, and make a whole day, if not a weekend of it. And uh, if people haven't been able to get over here and try any of it and they've been listening to this podcast, shame on you <laughs> for not getting down over here. Uh, Absolutely. It's, it's great. Absolutely. When are you open all day, all week long? What's that? When are you going to open all week long? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, right now, we're skirting any, on the edges of... rules against that, or are you no, no, no. As, as much as you want? It's as much as we want, but it, it's getting people to be able to come in. Yeah, right. Right now, Wednesdays... Last year when we were open, you know, um, on Thursdays, it was skirting the edge of whether Thursdays would be worth it. Now, Thursdays are definitely worth it, and Wednesdays are skirting the edge now that we open for the summer. Moving on forward... Um, Wednesdays are skirting the edge of being worth it. So I'm sure we can hopefully get that moving through the whole winter of keeping Wednesdays through. And then we can see what, as we move into the summer, uh, keeping, you know, Wednesdays going and possibly adding other days. But, uh, right now, definitely not going to be adding Mondays, Tuesdays at the moment. I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult enough to have people start coming in around three o'clock with everything else going on in the brewery. So... Oh, just you say the the customers and the staff start to get in the way of the brewing process. Yeah, I mean, we, right. you, I mean, I don't usually think about clearing the, on Mondays and Tuesdays. Definitely, don't think about clearing the space. I mean, I've got stuff everywhere. You know, I'm, oh, move that over there, move that over there, get that out of my way, and then people start coming in, and there's a stack of kegs next to their table, and it's like, you know, what's this doing over here? It's like, oh, sorry, I got to get that out of your way. You know, right, right. You know, it's difficult enough to get that used to doing on Wednesdays and now if I had to start doing that Mondays and Tuesdays it really makes uh the days earlier and earlier you know, beautiful getting there at five o'clock in the morning as it is is, is getting a little bit and annoying. then driving home at two in the morning gets very dangerous yes after waking up at five, five well, in the morning. luckily I'm a mile <laughs> away from home and uh, I'm trying not to do too many far excursions as I was so did you enter anything in GABF this year? I did I entered four beers imperial stout barley wine both barrel aged, uh, oatmeal stout and uh, Oktoberfest. Very nice. And uh, didn't medal for those, but I mean, there's thousands of breweries with probably tens of thousands of entries, um, and uh, it's a difficult competition. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm. I, I was drinking. I mean, our my Oktoberfest has been said by many people. You know, it's fantastic. People love it, but you know. Doesn't mean it's going to win a medal. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic beer. I'm not going to doubt that. Uh, but there's so many beers out there. There's bound to be sometimes a better one. And uh, can't wait for my Imperial Stout to come out. I think people are going to love it. Um, very difficult to say what's better and what's not. It's a very subjective. It's topic. a very subjective co- competition. <clears throat> also, you know when you're when you're judging stuff, a lot of the bigger flavor beers too. It's, you get you get palate fatigue, but. Yep. I'm not going to make excuses or, or whatnot. No, I'm not, I'm not making excuses. Either. It's just reality um, is you have yeah. to you have to really realize what you're getting into when you're yeah. entering competitions like that. Yeah, and, and uh, you know you 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 take what you what you get and everything. Um, I'm not it's lowering the value of those guys that won medals. No, no, it's no, phenomenal no, no. that they were able to get them. Um, and uh, I think I'm, it doesn't. Because I didn't get anything, it doesn't make me think that my beers are less than what they are. It shouldn't. Um, right. My Imperial Stout, I think, is phenomenal. The barley wine's great. The Stout, I think, is still one of my favorite Stouts. And uh, Actually, I like your Stout. I've always said that. And I'm not a big yeah. Stout guy, and I do like your Stout. And the Oktoberfest, <laughs> I mean, every time this, this time of year, my go-to beer typically 
is the culture, the amber, and um, Oktoberfest this time of the year is always what I go for. And it seems like it's what other people go for because I've made as much Oktoberfest to date as I've made Kolsch and Amber Ale. And Oktoberfest is just a seasonal. So people seem to really like it. It's mm-hmm. a lager. It's difficult to make. And it's still, I've had to make as many batches as I have of it. So, Speaking of October, what is the beer of the season besides Oktoberfest, Warren? Beer of the season? What's the style of the season besides Oktoberfest? I think, I think what Carl's trying to get into is what we're talking, technically going to be talking about today for our show. Um, oh, what the is fuck that? are we having? What is that beer? Oh, God. I oh, think, winter um, warmers. Yeah, winter. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing that shit show <laughs> because ever it's again. Uh, <laughs> because it's a warm, it's a warm season we, right we now. We got in no, trouble. No. We did winter warmers once already. We did the yeah, winter warmers was... once, <laughs> once. <laughs> Never again. If, if you want to, if you want to see us talk about winter warmers again, just re-listen to the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so when you're when you're a, talking, that was an epic, epic <laughs> shit show. <laughs> when you're talking Oktoberfest, we're talking like authentic German style beer, and so I'm thinking about what's going on, what kind of beer you're talking about, and then you said what kind of beer is on, on the market these days, and I'm thinking, okay, how many, what styles am I selling out of my homebrew shop? Um, but before I get into that, I just want to make one more comment about competition. So it's like, real quickly, I'm going to get over this, but I had I had to make this point. It's like when you enter. Homebrew competitions, you're not entering, per se, to win. You're entering to get, uh, you know, feedback. It is a shot in the dark when you enter these competitions. It's a shot in the dark. And I'm not trying to belittle anyone who wins, but, you know, it's, it, it is, you're in that moment. Like, I've, I've won plenty of homebrew competitions. You've won plenty of homebrew competitions. Yeah. You've won plenty of homebrew competitions. But it's in the moment. And you've lost, not lost, but you've not placed in many homebrew competitions. You probably place in many as you, very little, and, and as you enter. Um, it's not, it's nice to win homebrew competitions, yes. It's nice to win competitions, yes. But you have to realize there are thousands and thousands of other beers out there that people are trying at the same time. And it's very difficult to get beyond that flavor. So what you're in against and what people don't realize who don't enter these competitions, it's a subjective thing. And so it's you like you're liked on that day or you're sought you're not sought after on that day. It's mm-hmm, not yeah. to say that you're not making really good beer because there are a lot of people that don't place that make really good beer. Right. So if if the competition has, you know, objectively speaking, thousands of forty point and above beers. Mm-hmm. Which of the thousands of 40-point-and-above beers is going to place, yeah. Right. So you have to pick somebody to yep. win. Yep. Um, and I, that's happened a lot. So beyond that, um, getting back to what beers are being brewed today, and honestly, two years ago, two years ago, I sold probably somewhere in the vicinity of 50 pumpkin ale kits. It was like the birth of pumpkin ale. There was pumpkin ale that was out, but it was like the fad two years ago. And it was so mm. much in your face two years ago that it got sickening yeah. for a lot of people because it went from September all the way through June. And we went as a club down to uh, a brewery locally. I'm not going to name which one because I'm going to say this bad thing about they were making in June, they were making or in May, they were making pumpkin ale for the release in September. And the release came out in the beginning of August. It's like who wants to drink pumpkin in the beginning of August? That's that, that's one of the things though that I've 
since now being in the industry, right. it's it's one of the things that I see, and it annoys the shit out of me. I'm not gonna lie. You got to get as an industry. You have to get ahead of the curve. No, it it it, it is because I I talked. Let's say I talked to a bar, mm-hmm. and a bar says, "Oh, okay." Uh, you know, I, I've got these beers that that I'm, I want to sell. Oktoberfest, let's just say, uh, Oktoberfest pumpkin beer, brown ale, right? Right. Um, what, do, do you want to buy any of those right now? And they say to me, oh, I've got enough pumpkin beers on tap right now. <laughs> so what do I think of then for next year? Right. Two weeks earlier. Say to them again, oh, I've got enough pumpkin beers on. So next year, two weeks earlier, I call him up. Hey, you got a pumpkin beer? Oh, no, you know what? Yeah, let, let me pull your pumpkin. Oh, okay. You know, finally get one in. But then the next year before that, you know, someone's going to call up just before you, so you keep on calling a little bit earlier. Right. Before you know it, it creeps on into from September into August, into, into whatever. And, yep. it's, and yeah, it pisses me off that I've got to sell an Oktoberfest in, in the, May. No, <laughs> in, in like the beginning of August. But if I don't talk to a bar about selling this beer to them by August, they're going to be full up, and they're going to tell me, oh, no, I'm stocked for the rest of the season. And then I can't sell shit. And And as as much as I'll tell them, hey, Oktoberfest doesn't start until September, just hold off on putting this beer on until September, they might say, yeah, sure, no problem, and then the next day put it on. And I've had that happen to me so many times with different specialty releases and stuff like that. It's just, you know, they just want to burn through it. And they're, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll pull this in. I'll take your kegs. I'll do whatever. I'll tell, I'll tell you I'm going to do something. Well, they may have learned the same thing, which is at some point, everybody's going to be sick of Oktoberfest, so we better sell it quick before but, people get sick of it. And well, if all of a sudden out of nowhere you get a, a quick little cold snap moving into the fall season, even if it's still summer. Right. Getting close to fall, people are going to be like, ooh, this. And then they start fucking thinking pumpkin, and they start thinking Oktoberfest. Right, no. And they're going to sell it. That's, that's the thing. Like, if, if, there's, if there's warm weather, it delays everything. I've seen mm-hmm. the push. I've seen it. And we've had it this season. We had a cold snap about two and a half weeks ago. And everybody and their brother started coming in and looking for stouts mm-hmm. or yeah. some kind of dark brown ale. And then we got warm weather, and it just died off. Everyone stopped brewing again. So it's like I'm... I'm beholden to that warm weather too, and I see it all oh, the yeah. time. And I don't know if it's lack of education um, amongst the. the I don't layman. know if it's lack of education. I think it's just it's this desire. It's, 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 it's this trendy, whatever trendy ends up being. Whenever someone says right. something is in now, right. I don't know who the hell says it. I don't know what the hell that goes on with it, but it's the, this is in now, and someone goes for it. Trent says it. Trent yeah. D. Trendy. Trent D. Yeah. Doesn't he work for you? Trent. Yeah, Trent uh, D. Uh, what's his last name? I don't even know. He was supposed to be here tonight. <laughs> was he? Yeah, I said, yeah, come on down. <coughs> All right. Um, so I think it's Trent Trent T. Yeah. Trent, Trent T. T. Trent Terzilli. Terzilli, yeah. Terzilli. Yeah. So anyway, I don't even know where the fuck I was going with it. I don't know either. Anyway. Yeah, so. We're talking about pumpkin beers today. Today's is the pumpkin. talk is well, pumpkin beer. In case anyone was really confused at where we were going today, <laughs> today is pumpkin beer. Oh, so beer. anyway, two years ago, we had this <laughs> influx of pumpkin ale kits. Last year, I did not sell maybe but two. Um, I didn't sell anywhere near the 20. 
And this year I'm I'm trending a little upward, but I I hadn't made a pumpkin ale in about I don't know eight months since last year, and I find myself there's not I don't seek these I don't go out and look for pumpkin ale I'm I'm pretty much a hermit I live in this building and I'm here like 18 hours a day I never get out so I don't know Preaching what's on the, the market um, <laughs> but I know Matt you made a pumpkin ale did you not. Uh, I will be, yeah. Okay. Actually, tomorrow I'm brewing. Okay, cool. So, um, pumpkin ale is like one of my most beloved beers because that's what one of the beers that got me into craft beer, believe it or not. Now, was it an actual pumpkin ale or a pumpkin spiced beer? It was a pumpkin ale. It was okay. um, it was made with pumpkin, mm-hmm. and un- unlike these here that we have. Um, I don't think this one, maybe this one is cricket. Cricket. This knows. one might be, yeah. Um, pumpkin ale. I don't know if it has real pumpkin in it or not. Did you do any research before you picked this up? We shall um, read. Cricket Hill, explain where Cricket Hill is from. Cricket Hill is a local, uh, semi-local New Jersey from Fairfield, New Jersey. And it's run by a guy named Rick Reed, who is a adamant of craft beer. And if you've never been into his brewery for a tour, go because it's, Probably one of the most fun experiences that you'll ever gain. And the beer is not half bad from there either. Um, So Cricket Hill, Mm -hmm. Pumpkin Ale, 5.5% alcohol by volume. Our version of this fall favorite is brewed with select malts, pumpkin, specialty hops, and and a pumpkin pie spice blend of cinnamon, allspice, ginger, and nutmeg. Mm. Well balanced with a rich caramel color and smooth finish. Pumpkin Ale is great to enjoy during the harvest season. I will say this. I cracked... I mean, I just barely cracked uh, the cap off the top of this bottle, and I could immediately smell the pumpkin spice. I mean, the, yeah. the first spritz was yeah. like, whoa, there it is. It and atomized that pumpkin spice right into the air. It's so the really about the beer. Cinnamon. It's, it's, a beautiful, <clears throat> it's a beautiful amber amber color. It is. Definitely looks like it's been filtered. Yep, um, clear as a whistle. Uh, <laughs> but the big thing about uh, pumpkin spice beers is whether they're... Pumpkin pumpkin ales or pumpkin spiced ales. Uh, I mean, the biggest difference as to what they're going to call it is whether or not they actually use pumpkin. But in the end, pumpkin gives no flavor. Um, it gives very little of anything. It gives color. Yeah. But it's the spices behind it. And as Carl was saying, he cracked it open. Cinnamon, ginger, all spice. nutmeg, yeah. allspice, clove. It, it, all that stuff kind of comes together. Um, into all these beers, the amounts of them are going to vary between each one as to what people believe pumpkin spice actually is. Right. And that's the beauty of it. So if you ever make pumpkin pie at home Mm -hmm. and you use natural ingredients and you're going to put the ingredients into your pumpkin pie, when people come in to make beer here and when they want a recipe, I'm like, use whatever it is that your mother makes pumpkin pie with. Yeah. And use it. Use it in the last five, last 10, last 15 minutes of the boil. And get it in there. Uh, it'll it'll come out just like a pumpkin pie. You don't have to use pumpkin, but if you want that authenticity to say that you used real pumpkin, go ahead and use it. And a lot of homebrewers that mash will use real pumpkin, like sliced up. Uh, what are they called? Spaghetti pumpkins. Those yeah small cooking pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And they'll put it in their oven and they'll sprinkle some sugar, some brown sugar on it, and they'll caramelize it down, and then they'll mash that. Yeah. With their grist, and you can do that if you want to. That's that's more than welcome. Or you could just get a can of Libby's pumpkin pie filling and use it in your boil. 
or you don't have and to do it at so all. it just so happens that Warren has some of that right on his shelf and here in the store. <laughs> no, I always actually, do. Yeah, tomorrow, um, so for, for this Halloween, not on Halloween exactly, but on the, I think it's the 28th. We're yep, you're having a big, huge party. We're celebrating Halloween over at the brewery. That's be good. Um, and we're going to be doing a, I'm we're Tina's, calling it like uh, a, a, pumpkins, a pumpkin flight. Uh, not every beer is going to be pumpkin related, but it's going to be spiced or flavor or you know flavored, no spiced. I'm I'll wearing say. Tina's Durndal over there. You're going to wear Tina's Durndal? Yeah, that's going to be. Some, that's if, she's never going to get that back. You hear about the twi- it, <laughs> don't show up fright fest. <laughs> it is uh, the fright fest. <laughs> um, we're going to be doing uh, an am- a amber red pumpkin ale uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm brewing that up. Uh, my dad is actually roasting the pumpkins tonight. Uh, I told him, you know, put a little bit of uh, brown sugar and a, and a little bit of water, uh, like a thick syrup over the top of the pumpkins, roast them up, and bring them in tomorrow. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. Fun, and then uh, I'm doing a uh, pumpkin spice stout, a uh, maple walnut, uh, brown ale and um, like a pecan pie sort of thing. As the four beers, we're going to do a flight uh, on the 28th. So, One of my favorite beers to date for a pumpkin ale is the Warlock. Mm. Mm. And that is by so South, Southern, uh, Tier. Southern Tier. Southern Tier. <laughs> Southern Tier. Uh, yep. They also make Pumpkin. Pumpkin. So it's the dark version of Pumpkin, but it's a stout made with pumpkin spice. And I'm so happy to hear that. You're making one, and I can't wait to try it. That's going to be great. That's a product that flooded the market way too much. Yeah. As, uh, What's as that, pumpkin? Pump, and the Southern Tier, the, the two Southern Tier uh, brands or, or products. Well, I feel, I feel like pump, Pumpkin well, I had a, was I had one a, of everybody's favorite the pumpkin. The quintessential imperial, pumpkin it was, a, yeah. it was an Imperial Pumpkin beer. Right. And I feel like <clears throat> as Southern Tier grew and as they wanted to keep increasing Pumpkin... They talked to some sort of chemical company about, hey, this is the flavor of pumpkin. Create an essence of it so that we can add it to our beer. And I've never worked at Southern Tier. This is just my feelings on it. I'm not saying this is what they do. Just take this with a grain of salt. But I feel like as they've grown. This is what they did on Grandpa. Yeah. They smoked all this. As they grew, it went from. Pumpkin spice beer to thick extract. And it like coated your tongue. It wasn't the same flavor. And it went from being one of my favorite sought after pumpkin beers to one of my least favorite. And I don't look for it anymore. Right. Well, I just remember seeing uh, two years ago at grocery stores that, that were selling beer where it would just be, you know, a grocery store that like Wegmans, which carries a bunch of brands of beer. And then there would literally be a pile as tall as I am and as wide as a car yeah. of pumpkin. And I was like, oh, geez, this is, this is saturating the market. Well, yeah. this year, I'm um, at, the, at the, uh, the liquor store. Like, Ser- looking, desperately searching for stuff. No, no. Well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was like there was, Southern, there was Southern Tier Pumpkin and Warlock 2016 Vintage because yeah. they couldn't sell it all. So, so you're saying, you're saying this, year, this year, there was stuff from I, last I was year. Getting, as I was trying to find La- stuff for Last show, year's pumpkin season yes. was the worst. People were trying. People dumped. Yes. People threw away pumpkin spice right. beer early this year that they had kept from last year because how bad the season was. 
It was like a boycott when it was the, the year the year before it's that, close. 2015. The 2015 was the year of the pumpkin. The height of the market. 2016, everyone thought it would keep going, but it was it the year of the Oktoberfest. Everybody wanted Oktoberfest. They didn't want pumpkin. And they got sick pumpkin and tired of it. Pumpkin didn't sell. The, the problem was is that in 2015, we had so much sales, and they thought they were going to continue that in 2016. They made so much. Yeah. We were in 20, 2016, I think it was, when we were down at the brewery, and they were making the, their pumpkin ale. And I'm thinking to myself, no one wants to drink this. What are you making it for? And they early. just stockpiled it and stockpiled it and yeah. stockpiled it. And today, I bet you most of the people that went got on that bandwagon, not only um, Southern Tier, but there, I'm sure there's a ton out there that are still sitting on a stockpile of pumpkin ale. Yeah. Well, the stuff I picked up for this show, I very specifically picked up because it was 2017 vintage because there was a lot of 2016 yeah. vintage, a lot of 2016 vintage yeah. at the liquor store that they obviously just pulled off out of the back and right. were hoping they're, they're customers hoping people didn't notice. People don't see it. Yeah. And it's, it's a shame, too, because, <laughs> you know, the, the four vinyl phenols that are in beer... That gave it your clove and your four vinyl yeah. black. All that gives it a clove. So what if it goes bad? You still get the <laughs> clove flavor, you know. <laughs> you want that freshness, because um, you know that whole cardboard <laughs> thing that goes along with it. You know, doesn't necessarily. It, it yeah. doesn't. Doesn't. So you're just chewing on a bunch of band aids. Unless I guess Warlock could probably do better because it is a, a darker right? beer. And yeah, so, but at the same so time King, too, I mean, it's, it's liquor stores and distributors looking at it in terms of oh, I just care about that's money, keeping my money. Yep. And they don't. And when when you buy this beer, when you bought Cricket Hill Brewery, if you tasted this and you said oh my god that's not a good pumpkin beer but you never looked at the date and you found yeah. it and you yeah, did happen not, to afterwards see that it was two years ago let's say you didn't yeah it was let's say it was two years old you tasted the thing it was like oh my god it's horrible you'd sit there and go okay i'm never gonna have pumpkin beer from cricket hill again or i'm never gonna have pumpkin beer again yeah you know you might so even be that e- even and just in general it's like okay you know what i've had good pumpkin beer but maybe cricket hills was bad and it's because it was two years old sitting on the shelf and a liquor store or distributor decided not to pull it. And because of that, you're going to hate the brewery. Sitting at the top of the shelf at the top of the warehouse for the entire summer in the 90-degree yeah. heat. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're sitting here right now, like, looking at this stuff. It's like, there's nowhere on there that says what the distributor is. Right. There's nowhere on there that told me where you bought it. So all I'm looking at is Cricket Hill Brewery Pumpkin Ale. Well, yeah. And if this was bad, it's not. This is a good beer. It is If good this beer. was bad... I'd be looking at it and going, well, Cricket Hill doesn't make a good beer. And I would not know about its distributor. I would not know about where you purchased it from. I would just look at it and say that Cricket Hill doesn't make a good pumpkin ale. And because of that, it really falls on to these distributors and these liquor stores to, you know, pick their game up yeah. and, and make... They'll just sell a different beer. They will. Well, no, That's all just, they're going to do. They'll just relabel it yeah. and call it Winter Spice Ale. <laughs> no, they, they won't. Because it's still no, going to be sitting on the liquor store, the shelves, liquor store shelves, and the brewery is not going to know about it. Yeah, so you know what will happen is is that somebody will get a call two years down the road and say, I got this beer that I need to dump. They'll dump it down the drain and get credit for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, I have people that are sending me messages still on Facebook saying, hey, I just bought your uh, USS Galaxy. Um, it seems like it's from back in the day, and it's a little gritty. It still tastes okay, but is it, is it okay to drink? And it's like, that's from this year still. Early this year, but it's a double IPA from this year. And yeah, hop flavor drops off quicker than a lot of other styles of beers. But this person is texting, or you know, sending me a message, asking me if this beer is okay to drink. 
Whereas, like you're talking about, beers from last year. People are just going up there and buying them like it's fucking nothing. And... They don't look at the date. Yes, it's okay to drink this beer. No, it's not the same experience you would have had. So one of the things that... One of the takeaways from this conversation right now is anytime that you guys are going to buy beer, anytime you guys are going to go buy beer, make sure you look at the date on the beer itself and when it was packaged or when it's, you know, best before. And if for some reason there's a different quality on your beer than what you may have expected, always assume that there's always the chance that distribution and... You know, liquor store holdings and stuff could have affected it, especially if you've had certain quality of beer before that, uh, that, that that's been different than what you may be expecting now. We have some unannounced guests. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course we do. <laughs> you know how to do this. You've done this before. We're talking about pumpkin ale. You want one? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Come on, talk, talk. Tell me. All right, so this is outside perspective. Uh, RJ, welcome to our uh, podcast. It's uh, the Cool Ship Podcast. It's uh, an Hello. extension of our previous, but uh, we uh, we talk about styles of beer, and obviously you know Matt, and what's going on today, Hi, brings you to town, is Manscrip Brewing Company, uh, and his anniversary. <laughs> I can see you're all dressed up for the occasion, and I also see that you're not wearing underwear. So <laughs> Warren, stop staring. Uh, I can't help it. Long balls again. <laughs> <laughs> So we still have those kind of jokes on this too? Well, sack rejuvenation oh, yeah. cream. We just had a whole bucket of it out back. We just used it. Um, so we're talking about pumpkin ales. And Thank when you I asked you to get about. a pumpkin ale, you said, no, hell no. And why is that? I think it's just overused at this point, honestly. Yeah. And the majority of them are overly spiced. Um, if I want pumpkin pie, I'm going to eat pumpkin pie. Okay. I'm not going to drink a beer. Have you ever made one? I did. did a long time ago. I remember what it was called, too. <clears throat> well, you made a couple well, well, of them. No, no, well, so you made a couple My initial ones. one, you probably don't remember. I, I do remember. It was yam bag, wasn't it? No, no. That was the last oh, thing okay, I made because I stopped thing. using pumpkin, pumpkin and I started using yams. Okay. But the first one I made was a collaboration between my wife and I mm-hmm. because I brewed with the pumpkin, and then she took the pumpkin and made a pie with it. And it... Did you use her spices in your pumpkin ale? Yeah. Uh, well, it was spiced pumpkin. It was already spiced. She didn't have to do anything with it for the pie. No. Oh, That's so how spiced oh, it was. Right. So you were, you had spiced it. Yeah, then I for, spiced it for the the beer. And well, again, pumpkin that was, pie spices. I mean, along we're with talking the at this point now. We're talking probably. You got ten years ago. Eighteen oh. years. Eighteen years ago. Yeah. So you're old, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> your I, balls I are really it, long. But, I mean, honestly, there was there there wasn't a lot of pumpkin beers you could go buy. No, there wasn't. At that point. There wasn't. There was not. And, no. and again, now it's just... So for me, um, 18, 20 years ago, maybe 24 years ago, wow. pumpkin was one of the reasons why I got into pumpkin beer. And it was a, a company that was out of uh, uh, Maryland, uh, who no longer are around, that made both an apple-flavored apple pie beer and a pumpkin oh. beer. And I forget what the name of the company was, but that was like, I can't believe you can get this in a bottle. Yeah. I mean, this isn't bad. Cricket Hill's not bad. I, I, I was just going to say, I tried the Cricket Hill, and this is a nice, mild yeah. fall beer. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not bad. It's not over the top. Right. It's not extracty flavored. It's actual spicing that's coming through. And I think this it's is filtered. This is one of, the, one of the styles of beers that kind of kicks back to the, the original, where it's 
pumpkin spice beer was one of those things that it's like, oh, okay, you're making that for the season. It's one of the things that really pulls in the other, another side of home brewing, which is the spicing side, yeah. not just malt or hops mm. or adding different yeasts or whatever. You can add spices right. to it in addition to all that sort of stuff. And this isn't like over the top trying to make something that tastes like some weird-ass something or another. This is just extra spices that come through that happens to hit similarities to, you know, pumpkin not, pie. Not over the and top. It's, it's not, it's not over the top. It's not, it's not crazy. It's, it's not extracty. It's not sticking to your tongue. It's, it's spices. And, and what you're describing is what got me off of them. Exactly. And I think and that was one of the reasons why last... You just said that too, didn't you? I think it was, it was two years ago. Yep. We were talking about where... Pumpkin spice beers were in its its height. Everybody was making them, and because of because everybody was making them, some people were making really really shitty versions of it yeah. that, with tons of extract and everything. And last year, everybody tried to do it again, Leftover. and nobody wanted them. Nope. Because everyone's like, you know what? This is shit. I'm gonna see pumpkin spice. I'm gonna see another person. Every every time they they see pumpkin spice, they're gonna think, oh, someone's putting an extract into this. It's not gonna taste the same. All they care about, and I think it's one of the reasons also that you All know I feel like what the line. the trends are moving forward. But they don't want fall to be spiced beers anymore. They want spiced beers. But they, they want spice. They don't want extracts. But I think it's fall beers now have moved more into the Oktoberfest realm. Meritzens lagers as opposed to spices because people don't trust them anymore you know too many breweries fucked it up people like hey i don't trust it anymore you 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 screwed this up for me i'm going to go back to what's traditional what i know isn't going to be screwy and you know obviously you can screw up a lager but at the same time if someone's going to put one out on the market more than likely it's not going to be screwed up but if someone's going to put something out that says pumpkin spice onto it it could be something Unbelievably extract, the unbelievably horrible, and that's why people backed away from it. You, you, you got. I think you hit it right on the head when you said. So, let me start by saying, pumpkin beer became a gimmick. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. started to gimmick guys pumpkin ale, whereas Martins or Meritsons and Fest beers, they were just beer, quintessential, authentic German ales or German lagers, and those German lagers. We're beer, and people started going, okay, i got to go back to beer and stop being this gimmick and this cloyingly sweet, over-the-top candy cane of a, you know, pumpkin pie. Buy a six-pack and throw five And throw five of them out, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, or sit in your fridge until the next next time uh, Oktoberfest comes around, you know, the following year, which is what most companies did. They sat on their beer for a full year. So it's just... uh, it's refreshing to have a pumpkin ale that's not over the top. It's refreshing to see, you know, being... I, I've kind of abstained from pumpkin ales for a good... I was saying before, eight months, I haven't touched it, I haven't made one. Um, and I'm kind of itching for one now. I kind of want to make one. kind of want to make a double yam bag. Well, it normally is eight months in between. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so it was last year where I... Like two years ago, what Matt said, in two, 2015, I was selling pumpkin ale kits out the... You know, the wazoo. Yes, I do like wazoos. Um, but last year, I think I sold maybe one or two. Really? And it's it just fell off the trend. Nobody wanted to make them anymore. And, and, but even outside of beer, that whole pumpkin spice, everything, I think just my people. It's everything. Sick of it. It's everything. You got pumpkin well, spice I, I, Cheerios. I went to get coffee today at work. Pumpkin spice coffee. And there, there's normally French vanilla and regular creamer there. And there was an extra pumpkin spice thing of 
creamer that somebody stuck in. It's coming out everywhere. Yep. Oh, um, I mean, that's creamer. just... That's Ice the time cream. of the year. Yeah. yeah. It's it's pumpkin but, spice time. So nobody wants to see it. Like you said, it's just over time. It's, it's a gimmick. It becomes a gimmick. But the Cricket Hell I did like. That was not yeah. a bad beer. Yeah. Um, we're going to move into an, an Imperial. We were talking about um, Pump King, which was the quintessential chase two years ago to make that kind of a beer. And then it became overly cloyingly sweet and um, imperialized and very cl- very thick and very viscous. Um, but we are going, we're going to go through, uh, I still got a full glass of pump, um, pumpkin ale. Anytime you need your chair back here. (laughs) (laughs) So we got, we got our special guest, uh, RJ Sherman, uh, who put the sperm in, um, you know that song? Uh, Thank you, Warren. I don't think I remember that song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They want their song back. His name is Sherman. He put the sperm in, and now Sherman and Thurman and me. Something like that, right? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. This date night with Danielle, so. Oh, Danielle's his, his, his uh, better half <laughs> is standing, not sitting. She should be sitting. She's the, be- she's the better three quarters, actually. She's, she's, that, <laughs> much she's that much better. <laughs> Got you. So uh, RJ and I go back for a very long ways, and I think uh, maybe even before Matt was born. Uh, More than likely. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Matt. I have socks older than Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I probably do. do you really? For sure. <laughs> I was I was just talking with uh, about how young you were. No, Joe Manskirt. His dad was saying like, yeah, you know, I've been in business now for forty four years. I'm like, oh, that's a lot older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and and people that you have been in business made me spit years. pumpkin beer all over <laughs> this microphone. <laughs> He didn't punch me in the face because he was happy to be retiring very soon. People love to hear that. Hey, you started in business before I was born. Yeah. Like a long time before I was born. Slap. Sounds like, sounds like my kids. Like, he was okay with it because I was purchasing his son's beer earlier that day. Okay. <laughs> so I think we all have right now. Oh, thank you. Um, we have Lakefront Brewing Company. Which is not local, but it's semi-local in that it's... So we're going to follow the sun on this night's uh, episode. We we started in New Jersey. We're, we're going to go west. to the Midwest now. Okay, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. Milwaukee. Uh, we are at, actually in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is um, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> which is Wisconsin. That is very true. Right. This My, is a 13.4% beer. No well, fuck way. me silly. <laughs> Uh, we're drinking French. <laughs> okay. Well, you know um, what? It no doesn't. One, no wonder why I'm that doesn't come through. Uber. I took two sips. That doesn't really come through. The thirteen uh, percent. So we're oh drinking. Well, let's Lake- just state yeah, this: right. Uber doesn't come to Hackettstown. <laughs> yes, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Lyft does. Lyft does. Actually, I took an Uber. Uber. Uber took, which is a little bit different than Uber. Uber doesn't come to Uber. Luber. 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 The last time we came over to Hackettstown, it's me and the breweries are called Lubers. Two of my friends and I got an Uber from Washington to here. Uber or Washington. Washington. Um, so a Honda Civic with two doors and a baby seat in the back. Pulls a two door up. spec. Could you imagine me in that car? <laughs> wedged into it. That would have been awesome. Oh uh, yeah, put your seat. Take the front seat out. There you go, Warren. And he asked, "Want me to take the baby seat out? <laughs> no, no. We'll squish your baby seat and two guys in the back of yeah, a two door okay. Civic. Yeah. You and Tom." And Bart. Oh my! God. It's funny you say Bart because I'm, I'm recalling a Simpsons episode where there's this tall, like seven foot nine, guy in a two door car, and what's his name goes, 
And the guy gets out and goes and like slaps him silly and he goes, This is what my economy can fix and what I can have. <laughs> anyway. All right, so I'll give a quick description here. This Thank is you. uh this established is in nineteen eighty seven, by the way. Yeah. Lakefront Brewery, barrel aged, pumpkin, imperial hey, ale. How old it's were a- you in nineteen eighty seven? Eighty seven? Yeah. What month? Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. Just eighty seven. 87, I was born in 87. There you go. So this was this was established. <laughs> this this company, Lakefront Brewing Company, was established in 87. You're There's big. a picture on Facebook I can show you of me wearing a pair of socks hiking that I still own in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> and they are older than that. I just wore a shirt that I had from 1986. <laughs> yesterday. So uh, <laughs> Lakefront Brewery Barrel Aged Pumpkin Imperial Ale. Ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. So they actually put pumpkin in this one okay. as well. With vanilla added and mm. aged in brandy barrels, thirteen point four percent of delicious intoxication. So drinking this thing, I, I was originally thinking it was when I saw on it's the box warmer. over on the side barrel aged. I was thinking bourbon barrels because of the vanilla flavor that it was giving. And a lot of times bourbon barrels really give a lot of those vanillins. But now seeing that it has, it's a brandy barrel with vanilla added. Vanillin. No, it's not vanillin. <laughs> um, it's making me rethink the the flavors a little bit. I, I can see where the brandy comes through, but definitely the vanilla on the side of it. It's very vanilla heavy along with it, along with the the pumpkin spices. But the the brandy barrel comes through a little differently than I would have expected it to come through. It does. It comes um, through like, but vanillin. it is quite the big beer. It is big. You don't think of it as thirteen point four. No, it's sweet. It's no, got I would. I, if I was to sip this and you were to have me guess, I'd probably guess eight or nine percent. Mm. You'd guess wrong. I would guess wrong. The vanilla keeps. <laughs> and uh, and this is, this yeah, is, this is going to be a hard one. For, Matt's going. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is going to be uh, quite the uh, quite the finisher. Smooth, <laughs> Does it say how how this long is, it was aged? This is twenty six hey. point. This is twenty six point eight. Proof. <laughs> <laughs> Toilets are usually nice and cold to lay your head on. <laughs> on August 25th, 2017. Really? Well, bottled. Okay. Bottled. But it doesn't say how long it was here. Yeah, it doesn't say the Fuckers were making fucking pumpkin before it was even fucking pumpkin season. <laughs> last I'm not year. Fucking well, drinking this. If they put it in a barrel last year. Yeah, well, that was, so guess that oh, yeah, it was that, in there no, for at least year. six months. They yeah. brewed this in December. <clears throat> they brewed it last year, damn it. Maybe so. That's the way it goes, man. That was you leftover know, Avery, pumpkin ale Avery's, that didn't go over well. One of, one of my favorite beers I've ever had is uh, pumpkin, K-Y, P-U-M-P-K-Y. Jelly. K-Y and, Jelly. Yeah, right. Uh, from Avery uh, in Colorado. Avery makes K-Y jelly? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you. but, you get, no, you've given him too much beer. Yeah, I know. Dude, dude, he, he drank... At the beginning of the show... You don't come in my fucking building. <laughs> At the beginning of the show... Don't come uh, we, in my we, fucking we back a, door. Matt brought in a, a dollar from Manstone. Literally. Right? Of Oktoberfest. <laughs> Matt took a, poured a glass of Oktoberfest, and Warren drank the rest of the growler. <laughs> oh Matt had a whole growler to himself over at to, Joe's. To, to, to and that's what's hitting the microphone now. Yes. No. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> anyway, but Avery Pump... K-Y-N, it was a small right, growler. Is, is, uh, is, <laughs> it has to be in the barrel for a year. So, I mean, they're yeah. making it a year ahead of time at yeah. least. It's like really, fish in a barrel. It's really fantastic beer. Yeah, when this much alcohol, there's no way you can barrel it. There, uh, bottle it in the same year you're making it. No, sure. It's, it's, it's got to say. Just add a half a liter of brandy to your pumpkin ale and you get the same wow. kind of effect. No, but, I mean, this is for 13%. This is pretty. 
You heard that breath. You right over there? <laughs> I've been drinking since four. <laughs> in the morning. Luckily, I live in walk distance. <laughs> Stumbling distance. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to get that, that beat cup to walk you home. What's his name? I don't know. I don't either. Beat cop. Is that called? Excuse Officer me. O'Malley? Maybe. <laughs> I don't think he's Irish, though. Not Hackettstown. No. Well, I don't know. There's a, there's a, I don't know. You know, I, I just realized that well, we haven't mean, taken it. Like Matt O'Ziggler? O'Ziggler? <laughs> 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 I don't think O'Ziggler. No, O'Ziggliotti. He's Italian. Or other for, for her St. Patrick's Day? It's O'Ziggliotti for Columbus Day, just <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> anyway, just like Warren was trying to say, I don't think we've taken a break yet. No, I, think I think we, we need, need to take, to take a, a quick break. break now between everything else that we got going on. So. We'll be back. To wash your 13% yeah. down. We'll be back. Pumpkin spice ale, barrel aged, and now we got a pumpkin spice. I think Carl in his uh, dream world would love to be a mixologist or a he, bartender. Uh, he's definitely out there trying to help us give the most variety to talk to you guys about everything. And in the process, no, he's always to good about this. This is possibly Thank you, sir. Get Warren. Does it look like it's so uh, too carbonated to me? It doesn't look like it is. No, mine. Mine. Five percent ABV. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's definitely lightly carbonated. It's not as carbonated as I would typically expect a cider to be. Me this either. is Ace California Pumpkin Hard Cider, 5% alcohol by volume, produced and bottled by California Cider Company, Sonoma County. Since 1993. Now, talk about Sonoma County. I wonder if they got ravaged by the fires. There's a lot of devastation going watching on out there. Tonight. That's it's crazy. probably why their, their carbonation's a little low. Because of the fire? Because they got smoked smoked apples in this. This smoked. This tastes like applesauce. Smoked apples. It does taste. Like, it actually tastes like carbonated applesauce. This is like a glass of applesauce. Mmm. The carbonation is very light. I would, if you didn't tell me this was pumpkin spice, I wouldn't have guessed it at all. I don't. I'm not pulling the pumpkin spice. That's very very sweet. At all from it. It's very sweet. Cinnamon very and apple and sweet. Maybe yeah. a little bit of cin- cinnamon, and that's it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm getting Cinnamon pumpkin light. out of this. What's, what's the possibility here, guys? Remember we did the experiment on an earlier episode. Do you have palate fatigue coming off an imperial no. onto this? No. This I'm, is get, just, I'm getting some pumpkin out of this. This is just sweet cider with a little bit of cinnamon. I'm getting a little bit of pumpkin out of this. I'm You're getting, getting pumpkin? I am. Really? I'm getting, yep, I, I really am. I'm not. You're lying. I've been, no, I'm not. I've been pressing apples for the last three fucking weeks. Which means you're making shit up. I am not making shit up. <laughs> um, is the I'm pumpkin getting, you're getting off the label? Nope. I am getting pumpkin, like, like the aftertaste is pumpkin. It shouldn't be there. The aftertaste that we're tasting tastes like vitamins. That should not be there. There's a vitamin after flavor. I feel like. I think that's pumpkin squash. I feel I like I, I have a lemon in my mouth, and then I ate all of my mom's potpourri from the bathroom. Mm. That's what's coming through right here. 
How old is he? Still lives with his mom? Yeah. No, I visit a lot. <laughs> I visit a lot. I have my own apartment, damn it. <laughs> but this is definitely definitely a back sweetened product. But I'm also getting that. His mom just runs his life, a.k.a. <laughs> AKA the brewery. And his I, have my own, I have my own okay, apartment. Okay, start brewing now. I have my own apartment. She does. <laughs> Any pumpkin? Laundry is a whole different story. Aftertaste? Nothing. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not getting apple sauce. Getting apple juice. I'm getting like vitamins. I think I, I like this better than apple juice, and I hate apple juice. But I don't like. Mm. There's a flavor that shouldn't be in that, but it's. Ah. Something. Well, here you go. I'm sorry, I didn't read this fine print on this here. Our cider makers have developed a seasonal cider with pumpkin and allspice for the fall. So it's just allspice in there. That's it. The cider is crisp with subtle aromas of pumpkin, ideal for Halloween and Thanksgiving, which is traditionally cider time. Enjoy. There's pumpkin in it. There's pumpkin and allspice. That's it. No cinnamon. No nutmeg. I'm not getting cinnamon at no all. No ginger. Well, the, the no clove. There. Yeah. So I'm not getting applesauce. But there's apples. Is and they've the been ground and been pressed. I'm getting that pumpkin. Well, what is allspice? Gordon. Allspice is five spices. It's all of the yeah, spices. It's, it's, yeah, it's, but there's no cinnamon in allspice. There's not? It's nutmeg, uh, clove. I don't even know. I don't no, think there's cinnamon in it. Allspice is all of the it's spices. Mix, yeah. Allspice is five I've, spices. I honestly have no fucking clue. You can look I it up. I thought allspice was a specific. It very well could be just a spice. It's five spices mixed allspice, together. Also called pimenta. Jamaican pimenta, per- middle pep- myrtle pepper, Turkish yenabar is a dried, unripe fruit of the pimenta dioca. It's one. It's, it's one, one spice. Thing. It's one spice. Yeah, that's what I always thought. All I spice thought, is. So one what spice. is it? Chinese five like? spices? Is that what I'm thinking like <laughs> It tastes like all spice. <laughs> I thought it was a mix of spices. There's a mix of spices out there. That I yeah, Chinese five Curry. spices. Five spice. <laughs> Curry is a mix of spices. Curry Chili is, a, is a mix of spices. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Pumpkin spice is not doesn't even have pumpkin in it. No, it doesn't. No, because it's pumpkin spice. Hmm. And yeah, uh, I'm getting a flavor of pencils and squash in this beer. <laughs> Pencil, squash, and vitamins. It says what squash comes through is like vitamins when it's fermented. To me. Getting potpourri. Just a little bit more. Thank you very much. And there's a residual like tart sweetness. <laughs> That yeah. sits on the tongue. 5%. Clear as dough. Well made. But I think it's a, a, a sorbated, killed yeast or... or it has to be. And then back, back, uh, back carbonated. This thing should be still be fermenting. Back sweet, sweetened and, and carbonated. It's riveting radio listening to you chew and have a big pretzel rod in your mouth. There, <laughs> can't help it. <laughs> At least That's it's a pretzel, pretzel rod in his mouth. <laughs> as long as it's a pretzel rod. <laughs> Right here, though, the ingredients of the allspice we know is cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg. That's what I have in my cup. Ah, there you go. So, allspice that we know is cinnamon, cloves, and nutmeg. But it has cinnamon in it. But it has cinnamon in it. There's no cinnamon in (laughs) it. I don't think they use that one nut that you were talking about. I think this is that mix of. 
allspice. Yeah. You think there's cinnamon in Fireside Chat? <laughs> I don't know, Grandpa. Is there cinnamon in Fireside Chat? The name allspice was coined as early as 1621 by the English, who thought it would combine the flavor of cinnamon, nutmeg, and cloves. That's what I taste in this. Yeah. So we'll just go with that. We'll go with that. What happens to the fruit? The dried fruit, motherfucker. Doesn't matter. It's in, it's in the beer. In the, no, in the who, cider. If it's on the internet, it must be fucking true. Of course it is. <laughs> but now you have to accept whether or not you believe it to not be true. Not in my fucking store. <laughs> well, curry there's powder, there's curry. a very big difference between fact and belief. Yes. And belief holds a better, stronger Absolutely. point. Absolutely. No fucking doubt. What do you believe? I don't believe the facts. True. Fake fucking news. Very true. I believe there's apples in this. I don't think there's fucking apples in this. Warren's more believable. See that? What's a a fucking apple? It's actually actually just a malt beverage with apple flavor. Is that what it is? It's like Zima. No. (laughs) It's Zima. Zima with apples. Red Zapple Ale. Zapple. It's Zapple. Zappley. Zappley? I could drink a lot of this. I can't. There's too much vitamin flavor in my mouth. You don't, you, don't much you don't like vitamins? I don't. <laughs> Not the flavor of vitamin B in my mouth. Like someone just like took laser a shit lemon in my urine. Mouth. No, this isn't bad. It's not a bad beer. It's not beer. So, so why do you know that vitamin B tastes like a shit? It doesn't. I don't know. Because <laughs> I ate shit before. <laughs> I didn't eat just, shit. People always ask shit. me to eat shit and die. No, they don't. <laughs> I have. Yeah, but I've never died from it. <laughs> Obviously. I always listen to them, but I've never died yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I start gagging when I get near it. Oh, it smells like shit in here. Like dog shit. You ever had dog shit reaction? So, the next podcast at 13% should end the show. <laughs> Now, this is, you this clearly is, didn't listen to the winter, winter warmer. warmer. <laughs> no, <we're just> <laughs> <laughs> Where the 13.4% it started it off. was the starter, <laughs> and it went uphill from there. Yeah, it, it or, just didn't or, go down, down from there. Down I would say like, downhill. It did not go down from there at all. It, it was like 13% like six of them. I think there was like six fucking beers you made us drink. It was like a toboggan? This is only three. Yeah, it was. It toboggan off a cliff? It was worse than that. It was an epic, as we said at the beginning of the show, the winter warmer episode was an epic. Epic, epic shit show. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally. <laughs> Matt, I think. Sh- did you go to sleep on, on in the chair here? I don't even arm? know. What I don't know, but you is. yelled at him. <laughs> no, no, no. That was when he was high. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was, was an episode. Uh, was he high? <laughs> we don't he, know what I was. No, you weren't high. I don't know what I was. No. It was all pretzels. My other side of myself doesn't know what I was. Yeah. We were smoking pretzels that night. We were smoking pretzels for sure. Yeah, that shit gets you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> The salt on it alone. It's like a fucking Goza. Uh, oh, my God. I need more. Oh, for, you said you couldn't drink this. <laughs> no, I don't want he that. I want the 13.4 percenter. <laughs> oh, here. Here, give that to me. I'll drink that. Pumpkin. Oh. It's like okay. potpourri juice. The pumpkin? No, the fucking apple cider. <laughs> see, Matt can't even hold it up to his so nose. The, the I, can see the, I can see Matt going... Getting chills every time he smells it. The Cricket Hill gave me hope for pumpkin beers. Yeah. See? See, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Now you're going to want to make another there. yam fucking Jersey, pumpkin beer. A local Jersey brewery does well. All right, so here we go. Back to it. 
um, pumpkin ales are made with pumpkin sometimes, sometimes just made with spice. If they're what? pumpkin spice beer, they're made with spice. If they're pumpkin ale, they're made with pumpkin. Right. So what what would possess one to use yams? Uh, wanting to make something different. That's just it. Try something different with... Trying to be a hipster. Did you read on... Oh. <coughs> yeah, you're fucking trendy. Did you read on um, <laughs> Homebrew Talk? I mean, how'd you come up with the yams, RJ? Uh, I think I was... I, I had to be trying to, to bite off another beer. It had to be. Probably... Uh, um, Suck it. Shit. I don't know what brewery would be. Because that was... I mean, we're going back, again, five years ago now. Probably longer. More like 2009, 2010, seven years, eight years. A long time. I mean, we started this club in 2008. So I always yeah. thought I brewed more than I do. I really don't brew that much anymore. Um, Someone knocked him in the yam bag and he got what is, uh, well, That's what it was called, yam bag. Actually, you know what? It was probably the brewery. Which one? The brewery. The brewery. Oh, the, the brewery. The brewery. Probably they, made the brewery. A, they make a yam beer. It you didn't say the brewery. You said the. So the, you kind of threw the, me off. The brewery. The brewery. Probably they do make a yam beer. So I probably had their yam beer and mm. decided to try making it. Why? Why not? Why not? Why not pumpkin? The last pumpkin beer I made, I brewed with a witch's hat on at Halloween. Mm-hmm. Speaking, of, speaking of witches, so here's a little tidbit for you guys, or what is it? Snidbit. Snidbit. Snidbit for you guys. Ready? <laughs> Back in the day before the bubonic plague came out. Oh, Women we were the brewers of the world, right? Yep. In order to sell their beer, they would stick a broom in their door backwards and say they were open for business. Well, what's forwards and backwards on a broom? So the handle is forwards, right? So they sure? would put the handle into the door where the broom end of it would be sticking out. So it would be the handle in the door and the broom out. You Just above them. You can't fly a broom yeah, bristles yeah. first. Right. So it would it'd be, it'd be the broom handle first. Thank you, Carl. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll drink that too. Um, so they would Dark put the broom elixir. handle in above their door with the broom bristles hanging out towards the street. And they often had big, huge black cauldrons. And in order to walk around in the square, they would wear these long, pointy black hats to be seen from publicans to buy the beer. Um, they also owned cats. So before the bubonic plague, why did they own cats? Because they would keep the mice away from the grains. Thank you. Yep. Um, so before the bubonic plague, this was the go-to. This was it. And so witches came about after the bubonic plague uh, happened, um, and religion took place, and people were like, "Oh, all like religious." Um, they tried to demonize that women were brewers because there was no place for women in business. And they tried to demonize that beer had to be made professionally or else you were getting poisoned from the stuff that was being brewed in the black cauldron. And so they took, man took edge and said, listen, we can make a business out of beer making. And so the whole witch thing came about because of beer. I blame, I blame the cats. It's, 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 it's a fucked up thing. I blame the cats too. But it's pretty cool history. I mean, and you can verify that. Just go on. The, the internet, the because everything you read on the internet is, is, is real <laughs> and true. I heard this somewhere before. Did you? Okay, good. 
It's probably from but it's, oh, at the, in the New Jersey Hops meeting. That's what oh, okay. But that's true. <laughs> it's it's definitely true, and it's it's an interesting concept when you think about it. And you know, people laugh at me all the time, and I say beer saved the world, and it always has. You are funny. That's why I'm funny looking. Well, yeah, but not funny. Sometimes my balls hit my my knees, but <laughs> you drop them in the Back toilet. Rejuvenation therapy. Yeah. So, because um, the last cla- last the last episode that we did. Um, Carl has taken it upon himself to put me into sac rejuvenation therapy. And in every class, I have to get up to him, the front of the class and say, hi, my name is Warren, and I have long balls. <laughs> so you are dropping them in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's, it's yeah. It's kind of a shame because I have to take an extra towel plunk to dry them out every time I go to the bathroom. Warren is the backup in case the uh, in case the ball doesn't drop on New Year's Eve. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you laugh, you'll get there soon. <laughs> You're like Drax on. Uh... It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing at you, Warren. <laughs> at me. Not I'm with laughing me. at you. Yes. All right. So what's coming up in the next 30 days, boys? Besides what Matt already described uh, uh, in terms of his, uh, wait, actually, you've had I a... haven't talked about shit. I thought you had a thing coming up. I was just chewing on pretzels. It. It's just oh. a pretzel. So I he's got he's got the Halloween the contest yeah. or the Halloween get up for his brewery at the 28th of November. Oh, yeah? No, October. 28th of October. <laughs> um, he's got this. Uh, he's making a bunch of beers for a flight, which is cool for Oct- for the October event for Halloween. Um, what, when, when are we looking at talking next year? Uh, like or November, next month? November. Thanks. Next month. Next year. Next month. Turkey uh, beers. So, so, so right now is the tenth. Y- y- yes, Matt. Are we talking? About, are we talking about talking the night? Eleven ten? Are we talking about talking eleven twenty? Eleven nineteen is my birthday. So Let's, happy birthday, Warren. That's next month. I'm just gonna say it now. Because well. I'll probably forget. <laughs> so Matt. <laughs> just, just to, put, just to use small words, is in the next two to four weeks. What do you have going on? Okay, Ball sucking. on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this in different words for you. I'm on the tenth of next month, I have an event. That's why I'm wondering. Of November. Are we, yes. yes. Are, are we going to be talking before that or after that? Well, that will depend on whether or not you and Warren can get your asses together at the beginning of November. It more depends on whether or not you can get our asses together. No, it will depend on whether or not you guys agree to get together. Fuck Matt. <laughs> nice monocle. It's a big ass monocle. We can get together whenever we want the fucker, motherfucker. We get together all the time. We're just wondering where you are. Yeah, because every time I, I text you, can you guys do the first? No, I got. Um, I have my women in brewing meeting, and then uh, can you do the second? No, my kid's got to play. Can, well, can you do the third? No, um, I'm getting a car accident. You are making day. shit out of your ass. <laughs> first of all, my kids don't fucking go to plays or be in plays. It's Ever baseball. Second thing, no, my there's never been a day where I'm like I got baseball. But there's nothing Ever. like a good planned car accident. And there's never <laughs> a fucking women in. Oh yeah, I forgot. Matt's goes to women in business. <laughs> Matt, do you go to women in business all the time. They're good. They're good. All right. There's like Matt, six of assume them. Assume the month of October. It's, we already, it's October now. We're already done yes. with October. Yep. What's what what's remaining in October for you? Not much. That's a great answer. 
I try to sleep. What in. about you, Wayne? Uh, Warren. Wayne. <laughs> Wayne. We've only been doing this for so long. He calls me fucking Wayne. <laughs> Wayne's world. <laughs> Wayne's world. Party on. Excellent. Woo, 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 woo. Woo, 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 woo. What's my Warren. name? Thank you. <laughs> don't What's come my name, Biz? What's my name? Don't come into my goddamn store. <laughs> Call me Wayne. What do you got going on? Um, so in the next two days, or I'm sorry, tomorrow, I have a talk about yeast. If you want to come join us, and I doubt this will be dropped by then. So you could just cut this right out of the fucking episode. Um, <clears throat> what did you talk about on the 12th? Uh, what's tomorrow? The 11th. Yeah. So the 12th, I'm not talking about shit. Okay, but 11th. on the 11th, I'm talking about yeast. Where? Uh, Who will you be the history, talking to? The history of yeast Wayne? and the culture of, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the history of yeast and how it affects beer. Um, I'll be talking up at um, Rutherford Hall at 7 p.m. Nice. You're more than welcome. It's a freebie. You can What's come Rutherford up there. Hall for those of us who don't Rutherford Hall is a mansion if owned by the Rutherfords. If you don't live in town and you don't know Rutherford Hall, you're not coming to Rutherford Hall. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Rutherford Hall is up in Panther Valley off of exit 19 on Route 80. Bingo. Uh, it is was owned by the Rutherford family a long time ago, and it became a, a nunnery. Uh, it was a Villa Madonna for a very long time, and then it became a hall and a school. So um, I'm going up there to give a speech tomorrow. Um, it's probably going to be about 45 minutes to an hour, and it's going to be on the history of yeast and how it affects beer. So um, if you want to learn where beer came from and how it saved the world, come up and talk and see us. Uh, but that, along with Halloween and the onset of the brewing season, come out, get your brew on, and uh, we'll see you soon. I mean, uh, Matt's got his event. Is anything about Fisher, Manskirt? Um, I mean, th- this month going forward is very open. Very open. But, you know, come and see us Thursday through Sunday. The breweries will be open. Um, three to ten on Thursday, Friday, and and twelve, Wednesdays. and Wednesdays thir- three to ten on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then twelve to ten on Saturday. And twelve to ten Saturday. And twelve, 12 to six eight. or twelve to eight on Sunday. Sunday. Oh wow, it's eight o'clock. Now. Um, oh, and eight o'clock all summer. Long. And I'll tell you, uh, thanks, Carl. Well, yeah, Manskirt <laughs> will be open nice sometime in, in that time frame. I'm not quite sure if he's up uh, as late or open as early, but he'll be open during those hours. Um, come see us. I'll be open 10 to 6 on Saturday, 10 to 4 on Sunday, uh, you know, 11 to 7 on Friday, but I'm here usually hours for um, brewing. I'll be here late. But if you want to, come and see us. Uh, um, follow us all on social media. Follow, follow us on us social on, media. On emails, all this sort of shit, all that stuff that involves electronic stuff that I don't have to tell you about daily and you can just follow things through words and follow us on all that shit emails and, and we'll be good and we'll yeah. be good yeah so rj and Daniel, follow my email what, what do you guys got going on in the month of october any important anniversaries or birthdays or actually occasions this past week was our 20 year anniversary of being engaged by schloss neschwanstein in germany what? oh really this is a story yeah, we went to Oktoberfest and ended up getting engaged. That's awesome. Were you was drunk? Was this planned or was this a spur of the moment Oktoberfest kind of thing? Uh, were, you, were you wasted? We'll, we'll make a quick story of this. I, okay. was, I was saving for a ring okay. to get married. 
and a friend of mine. like 25 cents out of a you, you, That would be nice. 25 <laughs> cent ring would have been a good idea. A, a, a friend of mine whose uh, parents come from Hungary said he was introducing his fiance to his family in Hungary. They were stopping over uh, going to Oktoberfest. We should meet them in Germany. And I said to Danielle, hey, Ed said we should meet over in Germany for Oktoberfest. She said, let's use the ring fund and go. That day I had bought the ring. So I decided I'll find a cool place to get engaged over there. We went to wait, Germany. Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. You had bought the ring, and she said, let's go to Germany. And you I hadn't. Know. You didn't know, but you had no money to go to Germany. So you're Correct. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Visa. I need to get a new card. Can I get I, a new card? I, I didn't have kids at the time, so I knew I'd have money over you the next couple money. of years. <laughs> so you know, so did you have to open up a new account? Eh, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't <laughs> afford the ring either. There's a lot of things you can't afford. As I soon as you start meeting shit. girls yeah. you're going to marry. So women kids just drag it. How many years ago was it? <laughs> 20. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. So we married we, 18, engaged 20. And we got married on uh, September 28th. So it was the first day Very of Congratulations. Oktoberfest that we got married. And my son was born a year and 18 days later, 20 days later. So Chip will be 14 October 18th. And it's hard to he's believe. A, he's a big boy. He's a lot bigger than I am. He does not look 14. He, he looks was no. 18. He was 14. <laughs> uh, he'll be 14. He was 11 when I opened the store. And uh, it's crazy. I just got, you know, how Facebook puts up all those pictures. I just got one from eight years ago, and he looks exactly like my son, Brady. <laughs> That's funny. It is cool. Yeah, it's just. Uh, when he's got working papers, let me know. They must I'm be related. Kids. You need, need a bar back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff will be the guy. You let me know. I will. When can he, when can he work? 815? 16. 16. 16 when years I was, old. So when I was in grade school, I remember kids used to work in Carvel when they were 14 and 15. But I think that there, has the rule changed since then? Mm. I think so. Yeah. Depends on the state, too, I guess. Yeah, New Jersey is a 16 rule. 16. Yeah. I think you could do, like, paper, route. paper routes and yeah, there's like some babysitting yeah. and oh, no, mowing lawns and stuff like that. It's all... Uh, Family business. Under the work. counter. Yeah. A little. Uh, my son can work here. Oh, yeah, family business. Yeah, he, family he business. He comes in yeah. and he does the garbage and stuff. And when he, when he does it, it's awesome because it just helps me out. Like every day that he comes in to work, I'm like, I'm, I don't have anything to do. I'm like, this is great. Is it better than when I stop in? No. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I love my son, so yes, <laughs> in that in that aspect. But um, it's it's more exciting when you come in. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so, all right, Danielle, do you want to close the show for us? Because we have a tradition of somebody saying, "Say good night, boys." But you got to do it in the microphone. Say good night, boys. Good night. Good night, boys. Hey, I got a joke for you. Warren scared me. Let me let me get you a he good did joke. Scare me. Um. Knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting, Interrupting cow. <laughs> 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 We're done. I think so. Right, one more time. Good night, boys. Good night. Right, say right, it Matt. one more time. I won't, I won't interrupt you. Good night, boys. Good night, boys. Good night. <laughs> Good
Before Warren does anything, I'm going to say that we're back. And I'm going to... Yeah, we're back. Sitting here eating my pretzels. Getting ready for our next beer. Just took a piss. Warren just took a piss. Long piss. Long piss. Long balls. Tiny, tiny penis Warren's got. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) Balls take the cake. It's all about the balls. (laughs)